Welcome to the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. This is a show about pushing through obstacles and hard times in order to live a happy and fulfilled life. I'm your host, Ted Fayton, and it's a pleasure to have you joining us. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's grow. Players mess up sometimes. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. I'm going to leave that in there. I'm going to start the episode with that. Players mess up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to my executive producer, Andre What's going Sanders. on, everyone? He's in, in, in the building. And uh, Yeah, mm-hmm. Andre with a J. <laughs> yeah, if y'all don't know, my name has a silent J at the end. Yeah. <laughs> we just... Uh, <laughs> it's apparent if y'all know that. We just concluded that. And shout out to our guest today, Leanne Loftus. Hello. Welcome. What's up? Thanks for being here today. Thank you. I'm right. super excited. You having a good time so far? Yeah, it's fun. Aww. Yeah. We're going to ease you into it nice and slow. And uh, we always start with you introducing yourself to our listeners. Awesome. For anybody who might not live in the Greenville area or know who you are, why not let them okay. know who you are and what it is you do? Great. Um, my name is Leonilla Ann Loftus, and I go by Leanne just to keep it short. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a Greenville native, been here all my life, and I did move away to atlanta area for just a few years but i was ready to come back mm-hmm. and be in my hometown started up a business a little over a year ago and it's been going great getting a lot of great feedback from um just the support of the community know so many people in this um you know place so it, it's great it's a lot of good com- connections and mm-hmm. it's been fun yeah. it really has <laughs> and speaking of connections and the people in the community we actually know someone in common and she's a listener oh cool lauren elise oh hi <laughs> Yes. Many, many years ago. Yep. Gave her a massage and uh, I remembered ever since. Nice. Yeah. So that's really cool. Cool what you guys do. Getting up early in the morning. Oh, we try. Giving us all the info that we need. Yeah. (laughs) Spilling the tea every morning, right? So talk about the change you've seen in Greenville because you mentioned you've been here and I've only been in Greenville, South Carolina for six years. And in the six years I've been here, I've seen the secret kind of go nationwide for everybody knowing about it. Yes. But um, being that you've kind of seen the growth, at least over the past 10 years, what has that transition been like? I would also, I would say it's like bittersweet. Um, mm-hmm. I remember being in high school and I was like, I can't wait to get out of this small town and I was going to move out west and that was my plan. And either like a relationship or being in school has always kept me here. And um, I'm super thankful of it. But um, all my when I moved back from Atlanta, I noticed all my back roads were taken and everybody was figuring out the the <laughs> road. So like the traffic's gotten a little worse, but um, overall the growth has been great. And it's just neat. Um, every time we would come back from Atlanta, just seeing new businesses, new restaurants, like all, you know, from bigger cities that yeah. would come here. That was kind of cool. But um, one thing my husband said, and I always remember, he's like, when you're living in a big city, you know, when you see like construction just all the mm-hmm. time, that's that's when you know you're like in a big city. So now I'm seeing that here. It's just constant. just yeah. building and building and building. So it's cool, though. I, I love it. It's great. I like just everything becoming modernized and just, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it's great, though. I do find personally, because obviously I haven't been there from the beginning to the end, that Greenville still does have that like small hometown feel to it. Yes. I heard somebody compare it. They they described it perfectly. It said it's small enough to feel homey and small, but it's big enough to be convenient with what you want and what you need. Yes. And I think it's kind of toting that beautiful balance right now. Yes, it is a good balance. So I'm like, everybody don't don't know about us. Don't find out about us. We just want to keep it right in the middle, like yeah. medium sized. Yeah. Well, so, you yeah. can come visit. You can come visit, but you can't stay. Can't stay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're full. Talk about your trip to Atlanta for a while, because I kind of. 
I heard in your voice when you're like, I was ready to come back. <laughs> what was your experience like? Yeah. There? So like I said, I had always imagined myself moving out west, but my then boyfriend, his job was transferring um, and opening a new location in Atlanta mm -hmm. area. And he asked if I would go with him. And I had an opportunity actually to move to San Fran with a friend. So I was kind of between the two and I was like, well, you know, this will be a free life, you know, in Cali, kind of what I wanted or, you know, the guy that I love, who's actually my high school sweetheart. And we came back and, you know, connection again. Um, you know, this could be something serious for us. Um, so I chose him mm -hmm. and we moved there and it was great. We had a lot of fun, met a lot of cool people. But um, by the time we got engaged, I was just ready to move back because... I mean, it's a little overwhelming with the mm -hmm. traffic and other things. So um, I was like in my car for two and a half, three hours a day. And I, yeah. could, I it was taking a toll on my back physically and my car. So I was just like, take me back to Greenville where it takes like 15, 20 minutes to get mm -hmm. anywhere. So yeah, and I could, <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> I could relate to that because I grew up in Long Island. Oh, so yeah. um, living in New York, um, I knew what it was like. I worked in the city for a while and I'm talking about waking up at, 6 a.m. to get to work by yeah. 9 a.m. I was oh leaving the house God. at 6.30, taking the train, or if I drove, it's two hours to commute. So I, I know what it's like when you spend most of your time in a car or on a train. Where does the time go? Yeah. And then uh, you're always in the quote-unquote rat race. So I know what it's like in a big city. Yes. And for any of our listeners that are in a big city, I hope you make good use of that time because in hindsight, mm -hmm. it's always 2020. All the hours I was on the train or in the car, I could have been listening to podcasts, right. audiobooks, <laughs> growing, yeah. but I didn't utilize it wisely. So if you're stuck in that rat race, utilize the time wisely. Mm -hmm. um, coming back to Greenville, and uh, you mentioned starting a business. Yes. What was that journey like? Um, well, it, it, it had been a long journey. For, mm -hmm. for 10 years, I was in my profession working for a popular massage um, franchise. Yeah. And I grew a lot with the company. I learned a lot of the front of the house, the back of the house. I worked closely with the owners doing marketing, advertising, stuff like that. So I got a really good business sense. Um, I had attempted twice to go out on my own, but it wasn't my it was wasn't the right timing honestly mm -hmm. and um the move to atlanta helped me grow even more business minded because i had an opportunity to, to do something on my own there and i got the feel of it and everybody was all you know small business small business yeah. or big business so it i caught on and um that was another part of our plan moving back to greenville was um my husband do barber school and I opened my own salon or spa. So nice. I've been a massage therapist for over a decade. And I've also got um, my esthetician license. So I do skincare as well. Nice. And then about four years ago, I became a certified um, stretch provider. Mm -hmm. So I collected everything. You know, I was like, I know this stuff. You know, I was training for it all and um, like training other employees where I worked and I was like, I can do this. So it was it was very scary. It was about the scariest thing I've ever had to do was turn in my two weeks notice. I'm sure. But um, it was all, you know, thanks to him, God's grace. And um, and it's just kind of taken off. And it's been really great, really yeah. great feedback from everything. So. so before unpacking, starting the business, all that, I'd love to go back to the start of your journey, getting into therapy or whatnot. And right before the podcast, we were talking about, so I don't want to butcher the name, Leah. Leonella? Yeah, so it's, you did good. Okay, I, I tried, I <laughs> it's, tried. It's feminine for Leon, so it's Leon, I-L-A. Okay. So it's Leonella. So it, Leonella Ann. Yes. Okay. Very good. 
And um, so you, you mentioned that you were named after your grandmother, and that kind of was part of the, the story of you getting into therapy in the first yes. place. Well, not in the first place. I found out like midway oh, really? about that. So um, what's really neat is before I was even born, my father was in the military, and he got stationed in Guam, which is right by the Philippines. And he met my mother. Um, they began dating, and he actually got ill-stricken and was put in the hospital for like like weeks to months. And nobody knew what was wrong with him. But, I mean, as he explains it, he was on his deathbed pretty much. Um, the first time he ever met my grandmother, Leonilla, she brought him some, like, herbal concoction that she had made. You know, like, old country. Like, that's yeah. how they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, he drank it, and he was out within three days. So wow. he, after that, was just, like, all about alternative medicine. And since, um, you know, I was little, he would always, you know... Anytime we would feel sick, vitamin C, echinacea, you know, we would do ear candling, we would, you know, the massages um, like he did, and then acupuncture and also chiropractic. So that was part of his life. Um, Not so much my mom, which is weird because she's Asian, but maybe she was just used to that. I don't know. But more more so my dad, like, implemented that into our um, livelihoods, I guess. And then it was like 12 years old. I remember going to the chiropractor with him and just seeing her manipulate his back, like I thought it was massage therapy. And mm-hmm. I was quite impressed. And I was like, well, you know, this is what I'm going to do one day. I'm going to be a massage therapist. Yeah. And I went around massaging friends and all my family. And I got really great feedback. And my mother was the one who said, oh, well, you'll get arthritis in your hands early. You don't <laughs> want that. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. So, of course, as a young kid, I just, like, you know, threw that idea away and just continued on living my life. And um, after high school, I mean, I didn't really have much plans and planning for school, college, or whatever, like most of my friends did. So I started working in the restaurant, which, you know, I loved it. I loved working with people. Um, I was happy to do it. And I just... After like six or seven years, I was just like, okay, this is like way too long. Yeah. I know there's more to me. So um, I was bartending actually at the time. And uh, I was just, you know, I started to pray. And I was just like, I know there's more to me. I, you know, I know there's more to potential in my life. So I just really started just honing in and, and praying about it. And my father and I were worshiping at this local church. Mm-hmm. And we were at a prayer group meeting. And this lady kept looking at me and asking me, she was like, do you work with your hands? And I told her no. And she, she looked up at me like again, and she was like, she was like, God is showing me a vision of your hands and Mm -hmm. he's telling me you're going to work with your hands one day. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And then like literally three weeks later, I, I interviewed at this place, um, the massage chain that I was telling you about. And And I loved it. Um, I got the job. I started working up doing uh, front desk sales and started asking the therapist why they chose that field. And it just inspired me to go to school and study. And for that whole year of um, massage therapy training, I loved it. And I had a great instructor and I loved Mm -hmm. my class. I still keep in touch with some of the girls. I work with some of the girls still. So it was great. And it opened more doors like less than six months later. Um, we were going to convert to a spa and my boss asked if I wanted to go back to school and get esthetician license. And I'm like, I've always been into hair, skin, all that stuff. So yeah. And that was six <laughs> months. So that's yes, please. Yeah. So, so cop that right up. And then, um, yeah, I just started doing my thing and I loved it. Like, it's just been a really great ride. Yeah. It's um, a, it's amazing how things come full circle because yes. seeing that you started wanting to go down the path and yes. then you went another direction. It's like when I first got um, 
my first TV job or first started studying broadcast meteorology, I didn't remember until I first started studying weather and got my first TV job. Someone pointed out to me that my freshman year of high school, um, we had to do a project. It was a Spanish project and we had to film a newscast. And I was the meteorologist. Oh, cool. And I did like a weather <laughs> forecast in Spanish. I can't speak Spanish to save my life now, but um, I did a weather forecast in high school speaking Spanish. And somebody pointed that out to me. He's like, you know, I thought you did such a good job, and I'm not surprised that that's what you're oh, doing now. And I obviously, awesome. hindsight's twenty twenty, but would have never thought I would have ended up down that path if you would have told me in high yeah. school I was going to go there. Yeah. So, um while I was in school, I do recall um, I was I was finishing up doing an internship, mm-hmm. and um, I was about to massage. I, I call her a veteran because she had been doing massage like an OG, yeah, you know. And uh, <laughs> and um, as soon as I laid hands on her, she was like, she told me that I had healing hands, and I was like, really? Like that's <laughs> awesome. So I, that's when I went home and told my mother the compliment she had given me, and um, my mom was like, well. Yeah, no, you're, you're named after your grandmother who actually was a healer in the Philippines with her hands. Wow. And people would come see her when they had pain or rashes or something, and she would lay hands on them and she would heal them. So I do believe it was predestined um, what I do now. What was that moment like when you heard that story? And it's almost kind of like almost validation. Yeah, it was validation for sure. I mean, it was just like, ah, I'm 24 and I'm just finding this out, yeah. you know? But, but it was, <laughs> you could have told me this. I know, yeah. <laughs> Back when you told me I was going to get arthritis. You could have told me I had healing hands. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So I say there's someone in her um, her generation that has maybe a gift as well because yeah. I just I just I do feel it. You know, I feel it with clients and um, some clients feel it as well. There's definitely like a connection. It's like for me, it's a very intuitive thing that I do. I close my eyes about 90% of the time when mm-hmm. I'm doing a massage. So I just let my hands be the guide. And sometimes people don't even have to tell me where they're hurting or what, you know, what they're dealing with. Like I can actually feel it. And nice. Yeah. So massage therapists are very special creatures. And I've, yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I've met a few of them that are, you know, maybe be out there, you know, with the, I don't know. I don't even want to say that, but um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm me and I'm, yeah. I just Would you say you're it. almost an empath? Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, mm. I don't go as far as to look into mm-hmm. it too much, but I mean, I will cry at commercials. Mm-hmm. I don't mind crying. <laughs> My whole family makes fun of me because I'm so sensitive, but I care about people. Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate. I, and I thank God for that all the time because yeah. I feel like. That's my mom's heart too, mm-hmm. and I mean my dad too, but yeah. more so my mom. But both, both my siblings and I were all in um, just like kind of the health field that mm-hmm. we give back to people. My brother's a social worker, and my sister's a cardiac nurse. So wow, yeah. So we well, all thank work. you for what your whole family yeah, does. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sense a lot of like holistic practices here, like you know healing naturally instead of resorting to medicine, where oftentimes that could. Uh, it could solve the symptoms, not necessarily the problem. Yes. How important is it to you when when you're treating a patient, when someone comes in and, you know, uh, like, for example, my neck right here has been mm-hmm. hurting me. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of learned through life. It might not be simply because I slept on it funny. Maybe I'm holding some tension there from something else going on in my life. How do you start analyzing that and break that down? I really, you know, after once I lay, well, I'll gather all the information that people want to give me. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on today? Like, how are you feeling? You know, and I take everything that they say in as, you know, as collateral. And I'll, I'll use that. But um, laying hands on them, too, I might feel something different. You know, um, I try to get to the root of the problem. I don't try to just, you know, 
superficially just like, okay, you're good. We just yeah. rub lotion on you and you're fine. I really try to figure out like why that, that area might be hurting <clears throat> you. Like, you know, and I try to help people become more mindful. So I do like to give my clients homework. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's just daily deep breathing exercises, some people don't even realize it, but they hold their breath when they get stressed mm-hmm. and that just like collects so much more and it can manifest into bigger problems. So I, I treat each body and each person differently. Yeah. So, so, it is um it's a special thing that I do and it's a it's an experience for me and my clients mm-hmm. I would say but yeah I do try to get to the root of the problem even if it's just their posture like what they're doing day to day and sometimes it is um directed to emotional trauma or um you know a lot of times physical trauma so I'll tell people that too yeah. um depending on what you've gone through physical emotional or mental if you don't deal with that stress correctly it can manifest mm-hmm. and just create a whole lot of problems. So I've I've laid hands on people that have, you know, had really traumatic experience and stuff and I just want to help them and yeah. You know, once they start seeing me regularly enough, you know, I'll ask them like, so are you feeling better? Like are these making a difference? And they can. Like and that that that's what, you know. Yeah. I live for. That's what I work for and that, that's, you know, Cherry on top. Yeah, Yeah, that's the cherry on top. I'd like to unpack the breathing thing a little bit because I feel like recently I've been reading a lot about the power of breathing Mm -hmm. and how most people don't use breathing properly and um, using it to release energy, to fill their body, to ease tension and whatnot. I guess what can you share with us that we can maybe practice? Let's, Let's say someone's in the car right now listening. And they're like on their way to work and they kind of want to breathe out some stress. How yeah. can they go about that? Yeah, I usually encourage clients um, to to count. It's it's. I mean, there, it's pretty known out there. It's not anything special I do. But, yeah. you know, just a simple counting to four, inhaling. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hold it for four up to six seconds if you can. And then just release mm-hmm. with four breaths. I mean, four seconds. So um, just any kind of deep breathing is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I lay hands on someone and they're carrying a tremendous amount of stress, you know, I'll focus on their like diaphragm and just see, and some people are just super shallow mm-hmm. and, and I'll start to deep breathe in my session and some of them will collectively just yeah, do it. Sure. That's what I remember when I got a massage, she was like, it's, it's important to like be intentional when you're deep breathing versus just like breathing. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I'll be getting, I, I got a massage and I've gotten stretched yeah. and both times where you'll be sitting there and you won't realize it, but you know, something may be on your mind and you hear that person exhaling. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, I'm just like halfway out of my breath and I think I'm done. And I'm just like, you have more. <laughs> yeah, you got more to let out, but I don't know why you're holding it in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I can personally attest to that. That's crazy because, I mean, during them, you'll catch yourself breathing a lot yeah. deeper yeah. than you're used to. But just that intentionalism, yeah. that tension, intentionality of breathing that deep. Helps you. Um, I, like I worked with another therapist um, a couple weeks ago, and he he contested. He was like, "You do what I do. Like you breathe in people's mm-hmm. stuff, and you release it." And mm-hmm. I never really thought about it like that. Yeah. I'm just like, if I feel tension or a tight area, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "This might hurt," you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. laying into them or something. I'll start deep breathing, mm-hmm. and then, like I said, most of them will key in mm-hmm. and do it themselves. But um, but yeah, maybe that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't and that's know. That's what I thought but... of earlier when I had asked you the empath question because I remember you saying there's always you always feel a flow or a transfer of energy through people mm-hmm. uh, when you're massaging with your hands. And yeah. I've noticed that like even in a spot where like in my back I had 
for lack of words, had an accident <laughs> and fell. And um, I was holding a lot of tension up in my back and my shoulders, and I have no AC joint on my right side. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize it, but like my shoulder was like mm-hmm. cocked up, almost touching my, mm-hmm. my ear. And I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. And you do have to do those deep, those deep breathing. You have to let it down, you know. One percent, two percent, three percent, five percent. It's time. crazy yeah. when you just took a deep breath, right. and I did too. Did it, right? just, yeah, I saw you look over. Right I mean, you know, it, all of us is like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it helps, you know. So yeah, yeah, that's it brought my shoulders. It's funny yeah. because yeah. that's the practice I do every morning. So my morning mm-hmm. routine is I wake up and I get ready. I put my clothes on before walking out the door, and it's yes, it's early and it's two thirty in the morning. But I sit down. um Sometimes I sit down, sometimes I lay down, and Jess is baffled how I don't fall asleep. I'm baffled how I don't. But um, I do the four seconds in, hold four seconds, six seconds Mm -hmm. out, and I do that for maybe 15 to 30 seconds, and I meditate for 10 minutes. That's great. Yeah, I use the Headspace app. And that's oh, that's usually how they they say take deep breath. I've been hearing a lot about that. I like it. I enjoy it. Every day they have like a different meditation, and the meditation practice itself is the same, yeah. but they'll kind of preface it with mm-hmm. a thought and an intention for the oh, meditation. Cool. Yeah. So that's been my daily routine. But I find when I take those deep breaths, um, it's almost like I know time doesn't slow down. I know the world around me doesn't slow down, but it kind of like allows me to center myself, kind of center with my intention, and then kind of really release so to go off of that it is scientifically proven that it relaxes the mind Mm -hmm. and i always say not to sound weird or anything but wherever the mind goes the body follows so Mm -hmm. you know just that you know it it does something to relax the parasympathetic nervous system and just just those simple deep breaths that's Mm -hmm. what i'm telling you like i just sometimes just have to start some clients just just start breathing. Just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> just breathe. Lord, I, I when I lived going back to Atlanta, that was like a whole newfound stress yeah. that I, I came encounter with because people in the traffic and coming in there, mm-hmm. you know, I would see like stress fumes just like mm-hmm. going off the people. I'm like, calm down, take a mm-hmm. deep breath. You're here. You know, you're gonna be fine. Like, just you know, bring it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. So deep breathing. Yeah. <sighs> Got to work on Everybody my breathing. Take a deep mm-hmm. breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure when you were going into starting your business, there was a lot of deep breath sessions because I know you were talking about some of the challenges that you had to come across and how that was a journey in itself. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I was graced with um, a couple of cheerleaders in my corner. Yeah. And I had um, a very special person take me under their wing, and she was a marketing guru, and she was just like, let's do this. Nice. And um, she really helped guided me to, you know, figuring out a name, getting a domain address, you know, finding a studio. I mean, pretty much everything was, like, on me, but she was just kind of guiding me. And I, you know, from this day, I always thank her, you know, for taking me under her wing. And she said, honey, I just pushed you out the bird's nest. Like, everything else you did, (laughs) you know, on your own. So that's, you know, I still hold her dear to me. So what are some of the biggest, I guess, um, challenges of running your own business and also some of the biggest, I guess, benefits of running your own business? Um, So balance is huge in any part of life, I would Mm -hmm. say. But um, balancing my my, uh, physical work Mm -hmm. with, like, the mental stuff that I also have to do as far as – because I hate to say, but massaging to me is is second nature. I could literally – and it sounds funny. I could do it in my sleep. That's how, like, organic it is. Yeah. So when I have to sit down and do paperwork and, you know, figure out, you know, and do social media and, you know, keep up with all that stuff – yeah, it's probably about time that I bring on some hired help, you know, yeah. to help me in that sense. But, um, you know, that's probably one of the the biggest, you know, um, 
I don't know, adversity or whatever. But um, no, it's great. And, uh, you know, I'm very thankful that I have a job where I get to go listen to, you know, very soothing music and relax my client. I I always tell my clients, like, I'm equally as relaxed as you are. You know, (laughs) sometimes we both have massage brain afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm super thankful I don't have to, you know, have deadlines and have a boss yelling at me and like have that stressful work environment. So, I mean, that's always been a plus, you know, and um, Hmm. as I was even told by a friend, like, I think you're the most successful out of our friends. And I was like, really? <laughs> and he was like, but you do what you love and you get paid for it. And like, yeah. you absolutely love what you do and you're good at it. Yeah. And that's like, really huh. what this podcast is all about. You don't yeah. have to make millions and have right. private jets or anything. It's just loving what you're doing and being able to make a living off of it. Yeah. Which, yeah. That, it's an interesting question because, so people go to you and they're stressed to relieve stress, mm-hmm. but do you ever get stressed at work? Um. Probably not. I would more so no. I yeah. don't. I mean, I have, you know, even if clients are, you know, stressed or upset when they come to me, they leave happy with nice. a smile on their face. So, you know, um, I've been told that I, I might pick up some of their stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've, my husband's even told me, like, you need to go do something about that because you just <laughs> you're bringing home people's stuff, you know, yeah. and I never realize it or whatever. But um in Atlanta, I had acupuncture done, and she always told nice. me that, like, you're carrying around a 60-pound suitcase of stress, and you need to do more grounding exercises and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So I got to get better about that. But, um, but yeah. Um, but there, the benefit is working for yourself. I mean, obviously, your your hours are more flexible. Um but um which thanks for taking the time to be here today yes no problem (laughs) but um i don't know like i I love that aspect of it and just kind of calling the shots and i mean i am as professional as i you know want to be and i i I am i'm very professional you know but i can wear whatever i want i can wear red and black lumberjack flannel you know like wrapped around my waist or whatever you know so um i I keep it classy i keep it cool and um i think my my clients love that too but i'm super professional in what i do and i think they can feel that as well and i don't know it's great (laughs) it seems like you get to be yourself which is awesome and i think that's what um a lot of people when they ask me they say what do you like about your job the most and um when i'd sit with my bosses and my higher ups and ask for critiques literally some of the critiques they'd give me they're like you know when you're off camera you're like this and when you're on camera you you kind of you know close up a little bit They're like be more ted and i'm like literally my feedback is to be more of myself and you know when it comes down to it for people who make a living if you can get paid to be yourself i think that's something special yes so uh, i think that's definitely something when they say hey you're the most successful out of your friends Right, because they yeah. envy the comfort of what you have in your yeah. own role. Uh, one question I always ask on the podcast, and you can be as open and as vulnerable as you'd like, but I always like to ask what was one of the biggest challenges you've overcome in your life that gives you confidence to really take on whatever comes ahead, whether it was, in fact, opening the business, going out on your own, or, or moving back from Atlanta, whatever thing like jumps out at you when you hear that. I think it was opening my business yeah. because um, it was super scary and I had attempted it like once or twice and got discouraged. But as soon as it happened and I mean, I'm telling you like sequence s- s- things that would happen in my mm-hmm. life were like leading up to that. And I always knew there was something coming. If yeah. that sounds weird, you know, like my dad used to say that too. He was like, girl, I don't know if you have magical powers or something, but like there is something special about you and you're just like on the brink of it right now, you know? And I feel like that's where I am right now. I'm just like on the brink of it. So I'm super excited just to see where this goes and, 
you know, where my, just my family, my life, like, Mm -hmm. you know, all my future decisions and everything just can take us and, um, just super excited. But yeah, that was huge for me. And, um, you know, it opened me up spiritually, opened me up, um, intuitively. So there's been a lot of growth over this past decade and it's, it's, you know, it's prompted me to be the businesswoman, you know, that I am today. Mm -hmm. So super thankful for it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And not to, I guess, overuse the weather puns. I used to be a meteorologist. (laughs) Hence the name of the podcast being No Rain, No Rainbows. There's a lot of uh, weather puns in here. But um, talking about you just sensing something and knowing something, I've I've used the term, it's almost like smelling the rain before you feel the first Mm -hmm. raindrop, Mm -hmm. where you just, you know something's in the air and it's on the way. Mm -hmm. So um, I love that. And um, I'm pretty sure you have a lot more growth to be mm-hmm. be doing over the next decade. What are some of the rainbows you're chasing right now in terms of some goals that you're you're aiming for, hoping to accomplish either in 2020 or in within the decade? So, I'm calling them intentions. I have a lot of intentions, and I'm I'm working on setting more goals. I would say, but yeah. right now they're just you know just to become more healthier for myself, my family, my clients. You know. Um, Mentally, spiritually, like all of that, all of the above, which is everybody's, you know, kind of intention, the start of the new year. Um, but, you know, obviously growing, just putting myself more out there. You know, we filmed something last week mm-hmm. that, you know, today is my first podcast ever airing. So, um, you know, the I pressure just, on you. yeah, <laughs> I just, I, I love, my husband said it, he was like, get, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I love that saying. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I just want like my family to see growth, um, in their selves as well. And, and, um, you know, collectively, like we can just, you know, take on the world. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. But yeah, I mean, my, my main goal is to travel the world, but I know that it's going to take some time and, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've, I'm newlywed two years and we nice. got married on New Year's Eve. So, so, so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking back and, you know, his, his and I, our, our story and journey of being, you know, girlfriend and boyfriend mm-hmm. now to husband and wife has been over two decades. Wow. So he was actually the first person that ever told me like, like you're really good with your hands. Like you should work with your hands mm-hmm. one day. Yeah. So I have to give him credit for that. <laughs> and here we are, full circle. Here Shout we out are to hubby. Right. Yes. Yes. So nice. Yeah. Well, Leanne, where can folks reach out to you and uh, connect with you and m- maybe come into one of your sessions and, and get a little bit anyone of anyone looking to intern? Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. So <laughs> that's at one of our last. I would say that because you know, you know, you know. <laughs> um, I we think. One of the best ways to follow me is on Instagram um, at GVL Love Local Therapy. Okay. Um, that I, I post a lot on there. Of course, I'm on Facebook, Love Local Therapy. You can find me there. I do have a website, uh, lovelocaltherapy.com. I am located off of um, between Woodruff and Roper Mountain Road. I kind of hate saying Woodruff Road, but it's actually a pretty mm-hmm. convenient space, and I love it. Um, it's behind Fresh Market and Bonefish Grill. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah, so uh, it's right there, tucked in a little studio um, that my friend she she has part of. This is new for me. I've been there since October, but I absolutely love it. I'm there with uh, probably about five other massage therapists. Oh, nice. We're all independent businesses. Um, there's one esthetician beside me as well, but we're all very supportive of one another. It's not competition, and mm-hmm. we uh, refer back and forth and. 
we have all at one point or another worked together too. So the energy is really great. There are a lot of people do say that they're like, oh, I like the energy here. So yeah, it's a great place. But um, I might just stop by and probably just try and catch some of the vibes. Yes, <laughs> come on in, good, yeah. good vibes only, please. I love it. I yes. love it. Well, Leanne, thank you so much, and um, I I think it, you're well on your way. Thank I'm you. I'm excited to see the journey, and for folks that made it to the end of the podcast. The, my main takeaway from this was learning how to breathe. Good. I think a lot of Good. a lot of times, because uh, I feel as though the universe, the world throws things at us that we should start paying attention to. And between posts I've seen on Instagram, audiobook I'm listening to literally on the way here was talking about breathing through your whole body. And, and it's just, okay, this is, you know, rule of threes. This is the third time today oh, cool. <laughs> I was hit with the, oh, cool. the breathing. So I really want to drive that home. Take deep nice. breaths and uh, maybe practice the four seconds in, hold four seconds and four seconds out. And balance, practicing balance in our lives is something that I think I definitely need to work on. Everybody <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, like even skincare, I do skincare. I'm like, it's dry outside. You need something a little heavier. Yeah. Balance it out. You yeah. know, just there's, you just got to find balance in everything. Yeah, I need to restock on my lotion. Usually I have yeah. lotion all over the place. <laughs> I have lotion in the car, lotion at work, lotion at home. But uh, yeah, lotion, chapstick, those are my mm -hmm. go-to. Winter go-tos? Yeah, my winter go-tos. I need those. I need those. Yeah. in my left pocket always. Always have to have the chapstick <laughs> on you. <laughs> well, folks, I hope you got a lot of value from this. Leanne, thank you once again. I'll have the links on how folks can reach out to you awesome. on uh, in the show notes so yes. of course we'll be linking that and uh, for anybody that made it to the end as we always say everybody wants the sunshine but they don't want the rain but you can't get the pleasure without a little pain let's grow The No Rain, No Rainbows podcast is recorded at Camaraderie, a collective workspace in Greenville, South Carolina, right off the Swamp Rabbit Trail. If you're looking for a place to grow your business, network with other professionals, and establish your own workspace, Camaraderie is the place to do so. Get access to high-speed internet, private showers and towel service, free methodical coffee, and free beer on tap. For more details, be sure to head over to camaraderiecowork.com or hit the link in the show notes find out how you can lock in your space with rates starting at just $99 a month. Be sure to tell them that Ted sent you and try it out for free. You never know, you just might find a new home at Camaraderie. Let's grow.